Welcome, everybody, to this Cinco de Mayo midweek Game Changer Check-In. Hey, so if you've been following these Thursdays or the latest podcast, really, you have seen that I'm on a bit of a roll on what really matters. So in the grand scheme of things on what really matters to me, these things are being authentic, taking risks, and really doing a deep dive into honesty. Now, I don't mean necessarily honesty with other people, although that is a factor. It is certainly what comes to mind for most people when you say the word honesty. Uh, What does honesty mean to you? It's, oh, how do I tell somebody that the hat they just bought really is not very attractive? That certainly is an aspect, but it's not the honesty I'm talking about. The honesty I'm talking about is how honest are we willing to be with ourselves? And you may have heard me mention on prior podcasts that I am working on not only an online course, but a book. This book, by the way, I have been writing for very nearly a decade. That's really pathetic. I totally understand that, and I own every bit of it. I'm not going to stand here with any excuse to be honest with you. The reason I haven't done it is, I don't know. I, I, I can tell you that every chapter has been outlined and every chapter is about halfway written and I think about it all the time and I speak to it all the time and yet it's not done. So maybe I need to be honest with my procrastination and actually putting something out there. Maybe it has to do with, will it be judged? What will people think? Although I like to think that doesn't matter, maybe it really does. Or honestly, the book would have been out 10 years ago. That being said... This book, and I'm trying to be honest and transparent with you, the very first chapter is just that, honesty. Because if you are not going to be honest and real with yourself about what is, then the rest of the chapters in this book, quite frankly, don't matter. And that's really how I feel about the whole of life. Wherever it is you're trying to go, it doesn't matter because you can't create a plan of how to get there if you're not being real about where you are right now and being honest about how you got here. Because if we don't make different decisions and different choices, then we don't know what the heck we're going to even change in order to get somewhere different than where we already are. So that being said, I want to talk here a little bit more about honesty. I want to weave in integrity. And and let's see if we can kind of stay on this little journey here on this podcast together so that you can see exactly what I'm talking about that means such a great deal to me. I'm going to read to you a little passage from a book called The Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Burchard. Really is a very cool book. And there's one thing in specific in here that I want to read because it really speaks directly to what I'm talking about here. Gone are the big visions. Here are the quick wins and the sure things. Effort has lost out to entitlement. In the transition to our age of self-adoration and conceit, the page turned long ago on the dreams to rise as a people. Greatness is so rarely sought, and generation after generation fail to hold the line of human goodness and advancement. Why? Because most people don't want to hold themselves or others to a higher standard, because the former requires discipline and the latter invites conflict. And so they excuse their poor behavior and don't call out social wrongs. 
They no longer firmly expect themselves or others to act with virtue, compassion, excellence, or wisdom. They look away when their bosses do something wrong. They don't tell their children to improve their behavior because they don't want to be too controlling. And they can't tell the team to shape up because they don't want to appear bossy. Without more people deciding to serve as role models and leaders, our society has become a suffering case of the silent and bland leading the silent and bland. This to me so hit home. I don't know how many people I have talked to about this passage because I so wholeheartedly agree with it. And the one thing I want to reread because it's where I'm going with the rest of this particular podcast is this statement right here. Because most people don't want to hold themselves or others to a higher standard because the former requires discipline and the latter invites conflict. You know, I worked for a company and I remember that they had a division that I heard about called continuous improvement. And when I heard about this, I thought, oh, that's where I'm going. I don't care what it takes to get in. That's the department I want to work in. Can you imagine your whole job is how to become better, how to make the organization better? Everything you do is how can I be better today than I was yesterday? I thought, honestly, I can't imagine a, a, a better division, a better department to work in than that called continuous improvement. Quite frankly, I think we should all have an inner department in ourselves, in our psyche, in our spirit, in our soul called continuous improvement so that we are always checking in saying, how you doing? How you doing with that continuous improvement? Are you getting better? Are you getting worse? Are you staying the same? What's going on? So I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to see their metrics. I couldn't wait to hear all about it, which is exactly what I asked. Hey, so since the inception of this group, what's gotten better? Like, what have they improved? What's going on right now that before really wasn't so great? And no matter who I asked, I never got a decent answer. In fact, I don't know that I got an answer at all outside of, I'm not really sure what they do. And I thought, how can you have an entire department devoted to continuous improvement and nobody can pinpoint that this thing over here is now so much better because of these folks over there? I just can't, I can't even imagine it. And then I want to step back to this passage here about how much people really do want to improve. How much chaos is that going to cause? How much turmoil is that going to cause? And are people really interested in this thing called continuous improvement. Now, I have my own personal experiences with this because I have always assumed that this is something everybody would aspire to or everybody would certainly value. You know, I can remember I've referenced the fire department a couple of times. I did on my last Thursday podcast, in fact, and I don't mean to be slamming the fire department because this is going to be yet another odd sort of reference, but nonetheless, it's the truth. So I was in for about two months of being a firefighter, which means you're on probation, right? Which means you're waxing the engine, wax on, wax off, and you're seen but not heard, and you certainly don't have an opinion about anything, let alone a suggestion. And clearly, I didn't uh, read that fine print when I signed the contract because I never bought into that. So like I said, at about two months in, I can remember asking to meet with the fire chief and somebody's saying, well, boy, you better have union representation with you if you're going to go talk to him, because who knows how that conversation is going to go based on what you want to talk to him about. And I thought, what in the world? I want to talk about continuous improvement. Why in the world would I need union representation for that? 
And why wouldn't he want to hear about this? Why wouldn't he want to hear that, hey, in the short time I've been here, here's a few things that I think, you know, could be a little bit better. And these were all around the treatment of others. These were all around how we treat new firefighters, how we treat probationary firefighters. Is this still, you know, back from the century-old hazing kind of mentality of, of having somebody eat in the bathroom instead of at the beanery table? Is this really where we are in this modern century of motivation and inspiration? Are we still doing those kind of tactics? Because I don't know really where that gets us. And I certainly thought that he would be interested to hear that. Well, as you can imagine how that went. Anyway, suffice it to say, that when we think about continuous improvement, and this has followed me throughout the whole of my life to very current times of bringing things up of let's talk about lessons learned. Let's talk about a failure we've had and why that happened, how we allowed that to happen, the decisions were made that to allow a failure to happen so that we can make different decisions going forward so that we can be successful. And I'll tell you, I am met time and time again with Michelle. People don't want to hear about that. Don't talk about that. Don't bring that up. And I just seriously cannot wrap my head around it. And not only if we are not going to be accepting of flushing out the what is in a public forum, then it would stand a reason that we're really just not wanting to be honest with ourselves in even a private setting. So like I said, the first chapter of my book is on honesty. Because if we can't get real with what is going on right now in our life and why we are where we are, then there's a big problem. Next Monday's podcast, I'm actually being interviewed again. And this podcast is on critical thinking and peak performance and not telling ourselves lies and stories around why we're not doing what we should be doing, what it takes to really have mental clarity when we need it the most, when we're under that pressure, and how to avoid stress and how to create a life that's not chaotic. So all of this is kind of the same genre of the things that matter to me, the things that I want to speak to that I really do believe have the ability to transform someone's life. But all of these things don't matter without first being honest. You know, I was speaking with uh, Price, he's Monday's interview, and we were talking about integrity. And I said, you know, Price, the, the common definition of integrity is doing the right thing when no one's looking. I think we've all heard that. That's not my personal definition of integrity. My personal definition of integrity is what you are doing when you know what the right thing is to do that will go in direct opposition of the people around you and doing it anyway. When doing what's right is not only unpopular, but it has negative consequences, and it potentially will bring you a great deal of trouble, grief, or heartache, and yet you forge ahead and do it anyway because you know it's what's right. Unfortunately, that has become a very rare trait. This, I will tell you, the only way we change a society is to change that mindset, is having the integrity to stand up for what's right in all situations, truly no matter what, no matter how unpopular, no matter what kind of grief you're going to get for it. And I understand that I probably lead the pack on not caring what other people are going to think or say about me 
if what it means is standing up for somebody or something because it's the right thing to do. I have always been the champion of the underdog, and I can tell you I have had a big price to pay for that, and I would never change a thing for it. So as we continue to go forward in these podcasts, my ask is be real, be honest, be authentic with who you are and why, and don't back down for anybody for what you stand for. Be honest, be true, say what you mean, mean what you say, and really think about what integrity means to you. Like I said, the only way our society or your company or your family or you are going to change for the better is to be honest, to be real, to be authentic, and to show up with integrity at every step in an uncompromising, unapologetic way. So I've got your back. Whatever it is that you're after, whatever dream you're chasing that maybe seems unpopular, or you don't have a lot of backing, you're in the right place because in fact you do. So keep after next week keep honest, keep authentic, keep living your voice, speak it at every turn. I love hearing from you. Please drop me a note. Let me know of your challenges. If you want some backing, I'm right here for you. This is the time to make a difference in the world and the world needs it and we cannot do it without you. So with the deepest gratitude, I know you could be in a million different places and you're choosing to be here. Thank you so much for that. It truly does mean the world to me. So stick with me on this journey. Like I said, the book, I swear to you, is going to get done here very soon in the next upcoming weeks. It is my sole focus here to make sure in every waking minute, I am typing out words so that this thing can get out there. So feel free to hold me accountable too. I'm going to be very honest with you along this way and not lie or make excuses about why it's not getting done. It's going to get done. So with that, have the most real, authentic, and honest week you have ever had. I look forward to hearing from you. And thank you so very much for listening to the Game Changer Podcast. Podcast.